Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. It's your boy, Anthony, alongside the best big three account in the universe, a.k.a. Will, back with another edition of The Fourth Man, and it's a weird July 23rd. It's opening day. NBA's on the horizon of returning for the first time in a few months, three months, and have summer hoops tournaments going on. So, Will, what do you make of this July 23rd in comparison to others? I mean, I'll tell you what, you know, uh, we were sort of talking about it before the podcast. You know, I'm having a hell of a time. I, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be, uh, go ahead and say what you, you know, said. No, nah, I just, you know, <laughs> let me tell you, first of all, you know, I, I'm killing my job. I feel super confident in that. Um, I feel as though I've really put my best foot forward in a lot of new opportunities. Um, I, we were talking, I was talking to Anthony before the podcast, um, and I said, you know, in terms of on the court stuff, you know, I really made a commitment to myself that if I'm going to try and cover basketball um, as a profession or as one of my professions, you know, I should uh, I should probably get good at it. So I would say that if I entered quarantine as a 71 overall, I believe now <laughs> at this point in this moment, I'm a 75 overall. That's that's a steady improvement there. Yeah. And that's not like that's not like a 75, like how like, you know. Uh, Joe Harris is, or Jordan Clarkson is a 75. I mean, like, you know, 75 on like a normal person scale. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, no, I, I think we were kind of talking about it. I'm kind of in agreement where if we're going to be in this industry, we got to at least be somewhat good where someone wants to pick us up at a local run at the wire or an LA fitness there. So that's our, our basketball status there. And, and we got a little bit of basketball to cover here, but before we do that, if you want to find the show on social media, it's at fourth man pod. If you want to find our personal handles, it's obviously at Big Three News and at A underscore Siggy. And for those of you listening on Dash Radio on this fine Saturday afternoon, welcome in. We appreciate you guys being on and, and chopping it up with us a little bit here um, on the Nothing But Net channel. Thanks again to Dash Radio for letting us be a part of their team and family. So let me say this too before you move on from that. No, for all of okay, our so fantastic podcast listeners, right? Uh, please. I'm begging you on your preferred podcasting platform, please leave a review uh, and rate us, you know, give us, drop us five stars. Let us know what you like. Let us know what we can improve upon. You know, we really are trying to uh, make an effort, right. To yeah. uh, give the people what they want. So, you know, that take that next step. I think constructive please. feedback is great. Absolutely. But if you love if you the show, way, yes, yeah. please rate us Apple podcasts, Spotify, Whatever you're listening on, we would love to hear from you, and we appreciate any and every person's support. Yeah, I mean, we ha- we have a lot of good, I would say, ratings already. Like, we have very positive feedback, uh, especially on the Apple. Um, we just need more. But we need – well, first of all, we need more, exactly. And I feel like our last review wasn't for, you know – it was definitely probably like pre-COVID. So I feel like a lot has changed there, you know, uh, yeah. just from us technically-wise. I feel as though – I feel as though I've gotten better – uh, I feel that way at least. Um, I I've probably agree. changed my approach a little I'm a bit. A little biased, but, but you know, at the end of the day, it's it's the fans that are going to tell me whether or not I'm 
I'm talking uh, crazy or not. So please, uh, please leave a review. Well, we please already you think you're reach out to us on our socials. We always think you're talking crazy, but that's true. That that's a, that's for another episode there. But yes, uh, agree with everything you said. Will please let us know how we're doing and what we can improve upon, or let us know what we're doing well. We'd love to hear from it. Maybe at some point we've become a show that has a little bit more segments. We were trying that pre-COVID. If you want some of those to return, we would love to hear from that. So uh, valid points there. And I'm going to keep this half of the episode short. You guys, at this point, if you're got listeners and, and supportive listeners that listen in week in and week out, you know how this show usually runs, first half, second half. So this first half is running a little bit quick today, just in the, just in the fact that we really – only thing that we have going on and just in terms of of basketball has been the five tournament. So I'm not sure if everyone's really familiar with that, but it's actually another type of tournament, kind of like the TBT with the bubble, not the same style where it's single elimination and involves six teams and involves a lot of our big three guys, something that we've been talking about a lot and finally underway and some good basketball. We've seen some really good performances here. They're doing it in Vegas. What's been your first impressions through the first three rounds of this five tournament? I mean, honestly, you know, it, it's basically been, uh, you know, some offshoot, you know, some bastard child of the big three. <laughs> um, but nonetheless, it's been very enjoyable. You know, uh, obviously, I think it's safe to say that we're not getting big three this year. Um, yeah. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> it's not looking so like I, that, huh? I think we already do that at this that. point. Yeah. Um, I think the next big three content that we get um, is going to be some form of a reality show, which would be interesting to see. But in the meantime, I mean, the TBT has been great. I really enjoyed the TBT a lot more than I thought I was going to, I think. Um, and I think it's because I know this wasn't the question that you asked, but nope, I think it's because um, I think it's because of how much smaller it was. Yeah. You know? I enjoyed the TBT too. Cause I didn't really watch it that much in past years, but no. I really enjoyed. And I think the competition was just a little bit better because they really had to narrow down the, the teams to 24. Now, I don't know if they narrowed that down specifically by the talent level and or, you know, how much publicity they would get on the tournament. But it seemed like, you know, it was based on talent and best teams. And it was really good. No, absolutely. And I feel as though, like, you know, maybe this is – I just felt like entering this year for someone that was really just paying attention to it really – for the first time this year, I feel like it was less intimidating, you know? Yeah. Because a normal TBT has so many teams and there's so many people, you know? Yeah. So like, God, for, so with. for exactly. And for guys like Marcus Keene or like Jamil Wilson, right? Or even like a Mo Charlo, they might be on teams in different conferences that never meet each other, you know? Right. So I felt like almost as though, and I, I understand I'm personally not a super huge uh, college basketball guy, but I know some people are. And one of the things that I don't like about college is that how like these sort of you got to find these like top 15, top 20 players sort of scattered around through, uh, you know, hundreds of teams. Um, and I felt almost like the same way on a smaller scale for the TBT. Um, that's fair. But I understand. But for other people, that's like the appeal to it. Right. Um, so I understand, I absolutely understand and, uh, think that people love it. You know, people have their reasons for loving it. So I get it. Um, but yeah, no, on, on, so anyway, back to your question, the five tournament, 
I love that um, TBT tangent. We, we clearly <laughs> see that you have a little bit of a TBT hangover there, I which is fair. Do. That's fair. But honestly, the five tournament, again, it's really just been, you know, I'm just happy they were getting some version of the big three. Props to B1 and props to the people who sort of organize this thing. Props to Jerry. Feel, yes, props <laughs> to Jerry. I feel like this thing really came out of left field, right? Like, like the middle of the TBT. Uh, yeah, and I feel like we heard nothing about this previously um, until like we're like, oh, wow, this thing is happening. Um, which, honestly, you know, compared to the way that news has been that we've covered it, <laughs> what a refreshing, oh, you know, right. like no no rumors, no like, oh, maybe this is going to happen. Oh, now this is going to happen. Oh, now this. Oh, now this. Oh, now this. Oh, this will only happen if this happens. It's just like, hey, you heard of this thing? No? Yes, because we just invented it. It's happening two weekends from now. Well, Watch mean, it. I mean, like Jermaine said. Jerry literally came up with this idea with a pen and a napkin sitting down yeah. and wrote it down. It was like, oh, this is great. Let's do it. And now look at them. Pay-per-view, showtime, bunch of big three guys. And so, yes, I agree. I think if we're not going to get the big three, at least we have some version of the big three and seeing those guys play. Because at the end of the, end of the day, while I love the big three and I love the league, the biggest selling point is the players. And – I'm just glad that we get a chance to see some of those guys. And a lot of them have, have had really good performances because in comparison to the big three, this has four quarters. Um, I think it's really cool what they did for George Floyd. Um, mm-hmm. Quarter by quarter, it being eight minutes and 46 seconds long. I think that's dope. And I think it's cool too because now that it is quarters, the scores run up a little bit higher and we, got, we get to see guys score a lot of points. I mean, Mario Chalmers dropped 50 last night. We saw Mike Taylor drop 42. We've seen Nate Robinson drop 41. So we've seen a lot of, you know, and I know it's all not all about scoring, but it is fun to see guys, you know, light it up on the scoreboard. And so it's been very enjoyable. And just seeing some of these guys, it's kind of weird. I don't know if you feel this way, Will, but some of these guys who are playing together on these teams that typically don't play together on the big three teams, it's kind of weird to see them together now. That's no, 100% weird. <laughs> um, and I feel like, um, another thing too is I just really want to give ourselves a pat on the back um, because you know we called it you know a mile away and we've been calling it. Uh, Mike Taylor looks like one of the better players in that tournament. Yeah, He's and been we one were of like consistent for sure. And we have been uh, you know sort of calling that you know this guy is prime for a big year. He's prime for a big year. Twenty twenty is going to be a big year. Twenty twenty is going to be a big year for him. Then twenty twenty doesn't happen. But it, it's looking like that if it did happen, Mike Taylor was going to be a phenomenal player. Yeah. He was definitely not going to be in the running for fourth man of the year. He was going to no, be in the running for, for something even bigger. So, yeah. It's probably. Been, it's been fun to see. And, I, you know, who's yeah. to say that it doesn't only get – he doesn't only get better from here. I mean, you know, next summer when the big three does – is expected to return, you know, like imagine what he's going to be doing there. He's got a whole year to, to train up for it. So it's been cool. And just to give you kind of an outlook on the standings, you know, obviously I don't want to go game by game into this. And I think the five tournament would appreciate that since they are pay-per-view. But <laughs> right now the standings with the six teams, we got one team that's undefeated in Sacramento and one team that is winless in New York. And then in between, we have Miami and Texas sitting at 2-1 and one, and Chicago and Toronto at 1-2. and two. So far, I think at the beginning of this, this is when Joe was still part of it because Joe Johnson's not playing in this as expected. We had the Texas Five winning. 
But we were talking about how Sacramento was a pretty scary-looking team. So, based on the standings right now, are you surprised by anything in, in, in the mix of the six teams right now? Yeah, I mean, Dante Green did tell us um, that, that Sacramento was the best team there. And so far, <laughs> he, he has been right. Yeah, 100%. Um, honestly, I'm honestly kind of surprised how good Toronto has looked. Um, because if you look at them sort of on paper, they really don't – I wouldn't say they necessarily have the the big three star power that teams like Texas or, you know, uh, like New York or even like Chicago had. Uh, but the, I feel like they've really gelled well as a team. Julian Wright's been really good. Jamario Moon, Mike Taylor again. Um, I think Sacramento looks great. Um, and honestly, I would just say I think it's, it's very good to see Miami too – um, Miami, Mario Chalmers, you know, he dropped 50 uh, yeah. last night, which was insane. Uh, so, honestly, I just think it's really cool just to see the guys that I was going to say we didn't expect to do good. And maybe it's just because there's four quarters. But I feel like, you know, guys like guys who are stepping up to play that maybe we didn't necessarily see put up similar production in the big three. So, I just think that's been very cool to see. Yeah, for sure. I think one guy that I really like. Just that I've really liked to watch in this thing has been Corsley Edwards and what he's been able to produce. I mean, he's put up uh, big-time numbers, and maybe it's just because he came on late to Tri-State last year and the opportunity maybe wasn't there as much, but he's, he's looked really good in this tournament. Um, but, yeah, the Mario Chalmers thing, I mean, I think I said this on Twitter, but that, that guy went third round, and I know he didn't show up to the Combine, but it's inevitable that this guy should probably still be in the NBA too. And... <laughs> Uh, potentially, you know, he, he was kind of trying to buy for his spot as a Laker. So I'm sure there's some opportunities that will open up during this whole thing. And I would be surprised if he was one of those guys to get an opportunity, especially because he's already like kind of, you know, in game shape and playing in another league professionally. Uh, would love to see that. But I'm sure that despite whatever he's playing in, I'm sure that putting up 50 kind of lights the eyes of any type of scout or team you know, looking for another point guard, especially a a championship winning point guard. Absolutely. I mean, we know that this guy, you know, uh, to say that he's not afraid of the big moment would be an understatement, right? Um, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) So absolutely. And honestly, I'm I'm happy for Mario Chalmers. Um, I'm happy too. And I'm glad you brought up for Corsley Edwards, because again, just maybe someone that uh, behind the scenes fans aren't super familiar with, but Corsley is one of the nicest guys in the league. Um, He has been, you know, so supportive, really, I feel like, to both of us since the beginning. Yeah, Um, So just to see him sort of get his moment in the spotlight um, and be incredibly productive on a, you know, in a professional league, which is what this is, uh, a professional tournament, rather, I should say, has just been just super awesome to see. Yeah, no doubt. I agree. And, yeah, we'll just see how it, it continues to finish out here. We have six more days of them being in Vegas, this thing's going to end on the 29th. We also have the hoop quality game that's going to go on between five men and five women. So that's going to be super cool. And we're love to see how that plays out. So just excited to see, you know, who's going to take away this first five tournament championship. And a lot of these guys, you know, we have one guy who we're going to have, we had a chance to talk to come on today and Mo Charlo um, have just been kind of doing it all this summer. I mean, we talk about Nate Robinson, who's kind of invested not only in basketball, but it looks like boxing now. And then we got... Yeah, versus Jake Paul, right? Yeah. 
thought we were in agreement we were going to name drop that, but <laughs> I guess he's going to make his name onto everything at this point with with him fighting a... Oh, sorry, Logan Paul's player. brother. Oh, yeah, that makes it better. Is that better? Is that better? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that should be interesting. I mean, I'm kind of just interested more so in the fact of, like, Nate's played and he's played college football. You know, he played in a flat football tournament that went on a couple of years ago. You know, he's played in the NBA, obviously, the big three, and now he's going to be boxing. So, world-class athlete. We'll have to see how that's going to transition. But, um, you know, back to back to Mo Charlo, it's going to be – we get, got a chance to talk to him and really pick his brain on just summer hoops in general. I mean, he just won a TBT championship. He's been a part of two bubbles. Um, it's been the month of Mo, man. <laughs> the month of Mo. So, without further ado, let's get to the conversation with Mo Charlo. All right, joining us on the show in this edition of The Fourth Man is a recent TBT champ and also a member of Texas Five and the Five Tournament here, Mo Charlo. Appreciate you joining us, Mo. And first things first, man, how is Vegas? Scorching hot, I'm assuming. But, you know, how, how is life in Vegas right now with everything going on in, in our current situation? Uh, it's definitely scorching hot. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> Everything's good, man. We're out here uh, in the bubble, quarantine um, amongst the teams. It's been good, though, man. We've been we've been able to bond amongst each other, uh, being able to be out here with a great group of guys, and especially the guys like Mike Bibby. You know, I'm from Northern California, so I grew up as a huge Sacramento Kings fan. So to be able to be out here with with a guy like him to pick his brain and and um, be on the same court competing against him, man, it's crazy. Yeah, I can imagine, man. And I mean, it's crazy to think that a few months ago you were about to suit up against them in the big three. And then obviously some things happened, had to pivot here. But, you know, we kind of mentioned it before we came on here. It's been the month of Mo for you. I mean, you were in the TBT. You won a championship there. Um, you're now at the five tournament. It's been a summer unlike any other. If you had to describe this summer up to this point in one word, what would that word be? Crazy, <laughs> uh, crazy man. Just because with everything going on, man, it's just it's a lot of uncertainty. What's what's gonna happen? And just to be able to be back on the court playing, and not only the TBT, they made that happen, and everything was great uh, with that bubble. But to be able to right after that come to Vegas and be in another uh, successful tournament, man, it's just it's a blessing. Absolutely, and I'm glad that you know. People can kind of feed off each other as well with protocol and everything and can figure this out because, you know, we all miss sports and we're glad that sports is finally back into some capacity. And let's start with the TBT here because obviously you got you just won a championship. Congrats, first off. But also, too, I mean, this is really a long time coming. You guys were in the championship last year and this year you're able to pull it off and win the whole thing. But, you know, you're not actually a part of the Marquette alumni family um, in the sense of like, you didn't go to Marquette, but so how did you join up with those guys uh, initially? Um, so, you know, I'm playing against basketball. It's like one big family once you kind of get into that, into that, that groove. So, right. you know, playing against a lot of those guys professionally and then coach Joe Chapman, we played against each other in Japan um, back in 2014 or 15 um, and we just, you know, we had some good battles throughout the year and, and I ended up winning the championship with my team in Japan, my very first year in the country. And so me and him, we kind of just created a bond and we stuck, um, we stayed in contact and over the course. And he was just like, man, you know, we've been to the final four, 
we we can use you. I think having you would get us over that hump. And I was like, well, man, I'm all down. You know, I'm down to play ball. Um, I've seen what, you know, Marquette's about and, you know, their familyhood and stuff. So I was excited, man. And, and like you said, we, we um, played very, very well last year and um, came up a little short. And I think we, we kind of let it slip away from us in the, in the Elam ending. You know, we lost to a good team in Ohio State. You know, they're, they're a great group of guys. They've been together a long time. So when you play teams like that, you can't afford to, you know, have turnovers, especially in crunch, in crunch time because teams like that will take advantage. And I think that's what happened to us. So we had a bad taste in our mouth, you know, over the year, throughout the year, because we let that slip away from us. So when we found out TBT was going to happen again, you know, with the quarantine and all that, we were very excited. And so we went out to Milwaukee, man, like probably a week and a half early and did a, a real training camp, you know, early practices, 7, 7.30. We're hitting man. the football fields for, you know, conditioning. So, you know, we're all locked in from the get-go, man. We are on one mission and, and we got it done. Yeah, I mean, obviously you guys had a great run. Um, and just to circle back for last year too, like, so you guys make it to the championship. Um, but for this tournament, you're – uh, seated as the fourth seed, so there's three teams above you. I guess what was sort of you know what, did that add fuel to the fire for you guys? Um, yeah, we we're kind of wondering why we were a fourth seed, but at the end of the day, I think we we already had that feel uh, fired already from you know losing last year. We we knew we we knew we had that game in our hand, and we let it slip away at the very last two possessions, man. So we were pretty upset with ourselves for not closing the game out. So really it didn't matter what they could have gave us a one, two, three, four, five. See, it didn't matter. We already, we were already on one mission and we knew what we had one goal and we knew what we were going in there for. And that was a win the million dollars. And off the court too, I guess, uh, talk a little bit about what that bubble experience was like. Man, it was great, man. For me, um, like you said, I'm, I didn't go to Marquette. So, you know, I know a lot of those guys through basketball and we didn't really, we really didn't have a lot of time to bond, especially last year because we were in, uh, we were in Wichita region and Travis Diener and Jamil Wilson, um, he came late, Jamil Wilson. Travis Diener didn't even come to Wichita. He met us in Chicago. And so, um, you know, being, when we got to the championship series, you know, being in Chicago, that's pretty close to Marquette. So, you know, people have families coming down, they have relatives. So, you know, a lot of people are going in every uh, every different direction. So, and this year, it wasn't like that, man. We, we actually, for myself, it was the best because I got to really bond with those guys for a three-week span, and, and it was just us. And so I got to meet everybody personally, their families, man. And those guys are just – they're a great group of guys, man. It's, they're, they're my family now. They're like brothers to me. And they took me in as, a, as one of their own and showed me so much love with open arms, man. And so – this bond will last forever. I mean, that's that's absolutely awesome to hear. Um, do you think that that experience was one of the contributing factors that got you guys over the edge uh, for the championship? I think so, man. I think we just all came together as a collective group, man, and just, you know, sat around and bonded, man. We played Xbox. We played PlayStation, man. We played card. We played cornhole. We played spike ball, <laughs> yeah. man. We, you know, because they had the whole uh, – Hyatt rented out just for the 24 teams that was there. So um, for us, man, we just – that probably was the best for us, man. We all got to just bond and kind of talk a little bit about what happened last year. But at the same time, that was last year and try to put it behind us. And so, um, 
man, it was great, especially for me, man. A lot of those guys know each other personally because of living in Milwaukee and being around each other all the time. But for me, I don't live out there. So to come in like that and just being able to just meet everybody and learn everybody's personalities, man, they're just, they're all like me, man. We just want to win and, and we love to have fun and, you know, joke around, talk smack and, you know, just live, man. So it, it was great. Yeah. And I feel like you, this might've been one of the most impressive TBT wins. I mean, obviously huge differences with last year and this year being in a bubble, only 2014s. But I think because there was less teams, well, maybe in past years, you have to go through a lot of teams, but with less teams, the competition almost seemed stiffer. Did you feel like it was a, a little bit tougher just in terms of the teams you had to go up against, you know, each round there? I, I think so, man. I think, uh, like you said, with the bubble, they had to cut it from, I think it was 64 teams last year to 24. And so I don't I don't know how they went about picking, you know, the, the other teams that weren't really involved in it. You know, you got your top teams like, you know, Marquette, Syracuse, um, Overseas League, a lot of those teams that's been doing it year in and year out um, in it. So I think this year it was, I think it was a lot of pressure on every team. And I think it was harder because the competition was, it was real stiff, real, real stiff. I mean, you had guys like, I mean, ISO Joe joining, <laughs> joining overseas league. He was already wow. a crazy team stacked, you know what I mean, with talent. And then you added uh, Pooh Jeter, who I played with um, in Colorado in the D league. And, and we lost in the championship together, but um, he was one of the best point guards I ever played with. And so uh, we knew coming in that they were going to be in the mix of, you know, getting back to the championship. So, um, yeah, I think every team was <laughs> was ready and, and had one goal in mind is to win that tournament. So you had to have a lot of things go your way, obviously, you know, with all the uh, COVID testing. I mean, we had – we probably took at least 10 tests while we were there. And obviously, if one person fails, then your whole team, you know, is is – eliminated so we had to get through all that process before we can even get to the court process so I think everything just kind of fell in line for us man well congrats I know that was a huge win and, and you know you got a share of that mill you know not to get too personal with you but you know once you see that hit your bank account you're probably I mean for me personally I'm like oh shit like I got a big sum of money <laughs> I'm trying to buy something I've never bought before what's the first thing that you were thinking of at that moment, like to purchase, like what was the first thing that you were thinking about purchasing with that sum? Um, a new house, man. I, I, I think that was the main thing nice. for me. I'm out there in Colorado and I got a family. I got two daughters and a wife. So what that? Um, for me, that was my main, that was my main focus, you know, putting, putting my family in a, in a situation, a great situation. If we win this, it was a life changer uh, for everybody, you know, who won that. So, um, for me, it was it was all house, man. No cars, no nice. nothing like that. You know? <laughs> Those things kind of depreciate in value, man. Your house that I never depreciate, man. So that was the main thing. Yeah, no doubt. And and two, I think it's cool. You know, you talk about your family a little bit, and you are a guy who played overseas uh, for a lot of your career. But it's cool, I think, with these summer hoops and, and the tournament and the big three, is that your kids get to see you play. You know, they don't get to see you play in person like you know you probably would want them to in the normal years, but they get a chance to see you play at normal hours and, and normal schedule. Um, so I think that's really cool. And to see you win it all, to see their dad win it all, is probably even a better feeling there. Yeah, man, it was such a – it was a great feeling. And my oldest, she just turned 13. So from from her first year of life, she spent it in Belgium. So she's already been on, like, the Eiffel Tower. She's been to, to oh, London. You know, <laughs> so cool. 
she's got to experience so much in her life. You know, now she loves basketball, man, and she actually got her first uh, Division two offer at 13. Oh, no way. Yeah, man, oh, on her man. birthday. Yeah, so she turned, she turned 13 on July 16th, so she got that, man, and that was just for a dad, man. That was a proud dad moment, man, because that's that's tough. At 13, Division one, two, three, it don't matter. You know, that's, that's tough. Any so. Obviously, we're shooting for Division One, and she's Division One talent. But we're gonna we're gonna enjoy the process, man, and just keep working, you know. And then for my my youngest, she's she will be four August 9th. So she didn't get to experience a lot of the overseas like my oldest. So for her to see me on TV, ESPN, and doing my thing, man, it, it was great. You That's know, dope. wife sent me a lot of videos of, of that <laughs> celebration. The whole house yeah. went crazy. So it was it was a great feeling, man. Man, well, the way you were celebrating, I can only imagine how your family was celebrating. So that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it, hey, it was a long time coming, man. And, I, and, it, and the funny part, man, when Travis Diener, obviously he's a legend. He's she Marquette. Him and D Wade are their Marquette. When you talk about Marquette, you talk about D Wade and Travis Diener, who went to the Final Four together. You couldn't script it any better. Him hitting the game winner. And the funny part is. He came down the sideline and looked over to the bench and asked us, "You guys ready? So you guys ready for this freaking money?" But he said you know, he, he used a few. He used some other words, but I didn't he didn't say freaking. Uh, he, he, used, he threw the f bomb, and we kind of looked at him like, "You damn right, we ready." And Dang, that's no later, wild. bro. He got that shot in the corner Man. by himself, and, and you could see my reaction. I knew it was going in. You don't leave Travis Diener wide open on any three pointer, especially for wow. the million. Yeah, especially not the <laughs> corner too, right there with oh man, the team that's a layup. That's wild. Yeah, that's a layup. That's awesome. Yeah. Well, I want to transition because you're now you went from you know. Well, actually, the Anthony, if you don't mind, I don't want to interrupt you. Um, but Go before for you transition, I want to ask you just because you brought it up, Mo. You yep. guys, I don't know how, I don't know exactly what you know your perception of it was because you were playing, but when you guys were playing, you guys had a pretty huge fan who went viral in Dwayne Wade. And Dwayne Wade sort of teased the idea that, you know, the TBT, and he also threw in the big three as well, but he said they look fun and, you know, it might be in the cards for him in the future. Has there been any sort of speculation or any talk within the team about him possibly down the line uh, putting on a Golden Eagles jersey? That's funny you say that. I think I think we had him, we had him on board this year. Honestly. Really? Uh, Coach, Coach Joe Chapman and Travis Diener, um, you know, they're pretty close with D-Wade, so they, they you know, we're talking with him over the course of time and they said he was he was all in the fun the catchy part was he just didn't want to do the bubble mm, okay you know, i think that's that's what kind of held him out if it wasn't no bubble or nothing you would have seen d wade in a in a golden eagle jersey playing in tbt i believe wow but so, to see him just tweeting and all that and just you know paying attention having all eyes on on us man that's that was sweet man along with the rest of the world i'm sure everybody you know we're the first to to play basketball on TV or play basketball period since the COVID. So it was sweet, man. We knew all eyes was on us. It was a good platform and, um, and we did it, man. My, my, my social media went crazy. crazy. (laughs) I can imagine, bro. (laughs) It's still going crazy. Man, I probably won't stop for a minute there. That's crazy. And that's, that's cool to see that D Wade kind of still had that itch and hunger to potentially, Absolutely. you know, return, at least if it's for a summer or anything. But no, Will, I'm glad you interrupted me, if anything. That's that's a great question. And really, I just wanted to kind of transition because, you know, for you, unlike anybody else, you're one of the few, like, I think you're actually the only guy uh, outside of Dante Green 
that went from one tournament to another. I mean, you went go- from going to a championship and playing in Ohio to then going to another bubble, another tournament in Vegas. How did the opportunity to play in the five tournament come up, and how did how did the two bubbles compare? Um, it came up through um, a guy named Jerry. So the B one patch. I don't know if you guys seen yeah us wearing those. So mm-hmm. it's it's a B one patch, which is like your vitamin B throughout the patch. You you know helps your immune system. It it gives you tremendous amount of energy. I think for me. That's the, and everybody else that I talked to, I think that was the biggest thing was the energy level, man. We just wasn't tired out there. And so I think the B1 patch, it definitely gave us an edge over a lot of people, especially down the, I think down the stretch, you know, a lot of people, how many people had gyms to actually get ready, you know, for the tournament with the COVID and gyms being closed, you kind of had to be creative. And so um, we were pretty creative, but I think just having these patches, man, I think it gave us a, a little extra uh, to get over the hump. And so the starting five, um, Jerry, which is the CEO of the patch, got in contact with me during the TBT. And we just kept in contact, kept in t- contact and talking. And he asked me, you know, would you like to come? I know you're playing TBT. You just want it. Would you like to come be a part of the, of the five tournament? And I said, absolutely. You know, I'm a, I'm a basketball junkie. I love the game. I'm going to play till the wheels fall off because once, once it's over, it's over. So you gotta, right. you gotta enjoy the moment, enjoy the ride, especially right now. I mean, I mean, we're very blessed to even be playing basketball with what's going on in the world. So I definitely have to take advantage of that. For sure. That's awesome too. And I think just from the outside looking in, it seems like it's, while it's competitive basketball, no doubt, it, it just seems like it's also a good time for you guys to kind of bond and spend some time together with you guys being the bubble. What's, What's kind of been the experience from that in that bubble, I should say? Uh, it's been great, man. We just um, when we're not on the court, man, we're all downstairs by the pool, you know, either in the pool or playing a lot of spades or you know playing different card games and just bonding, man. It's been it's been great, man. You got you got a lot of NBA vets, a lot of guys who played overseas. So to be able to be in one venue together is sweet, man. It's been great. Yeah, I can imagine. And by the way, too, we've heard Jerry on the past. You and uh, Jermaine Taylor, who we had on last week, both talk about him. So yep. I feel like maybe we got to get Jerry on here or something. He sounds like I, a legend. I think you guys should, man. <laughs> I, I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna definitely put it in his ear later on when I see him, man. He's such a, he's such a great dude, man. He's, he's all about business, man. He's all about having a successful platform with, with basketball and with this B1 patches, man. I think, I think. People should, especially right now with everything going on, I think people should really look into this B1 patch because it, it definitely helps your immune system and it just gives you all the right vitamins throughout your body. No chemicals, no nothing. Um, it's sweet. But Jerry, we'll get Jerry on here and he'll explain everything about that. He'll explain everything about the patch, man, because it's sweet. So you're on uh, Texas 5, so which I feel like has given you the opportunity to maybe play with some guys that you haven't in the past. Um, so yeah. what has that experience been like? It's been good, man. You know, like you said, we ain't, a lot of us ain't got to play with each other on teams. We've just been playing against each other or in different mm-hmm. countries and whatnot. So to be able to play with James White, Flight White, that's sweet. You know, we worked out together in Sacramento, coming out of college, and then I haven't seen them really since. You know, we've been in different leagues around the world or whatnot. So that was cool to get back with him. Um, 
David Hawkins, man, he's he's a vet. He's a pro. Uh, Will McDonald, he's a pro, man. Been playing in Japan the last couple of years. Um, still doing it. And then um, we got Scales, who can shoot the piss out the ball. He played with Mike Bibby last year, <laughs> or this past season, with uh, in the big three. So, man, it's just been good, man. You got different personalities. You got uh, all these different stories coming together, man. Everybody has their own experience throughout basketball. So when we come together and we get to talk and you get to hear everybody's stories from back in the day in the NBA locker rooms to present. So I think that's, a, that's the best part of it. Yeah, and I was going to say Will McDonald, one of the underrated ballers, I think. Absolutely, you know, absolutely. We found that out last year in the Big Three and, again, doing it in the in the five tournament there. You know, you guys got off to the good start. You know, obviously you faced a good Sacramento team. Um, you know, who got, uh, you guys unfortunately lost to last night. But nonetheless, you know, yep. still sitting here at two and one. Um, yep. And your team, what just from the outside looking in, I feel like one of the biggest advantages, in my opinion, is that you guys are so lengthy and versatile. I mean, you talk yes. about you talk about flight. You talked about Will McDonald, David Hawkins. I mean, you know, you got a lot of length and size there. But what do you feel like, you know, in your opinion, is the biggest reason that you guys can come away and win the first five tournament here? I think you said perfect, man. Just our versatility. You know, a lot of us are James White, six eight. I'm six eight. Um, that could play the one, two, three, four, five. Can guard anybody on the court. Um, and then we got. David Hawkins, who's a bull, he can give you buckets and, you know, lock you up. And then, obviously, we got big fella down there who's who's holding the paint down. And then we got Alex Scales, who can – I mean, you can't leave him. You leave him, he can – you know, you can count that. So, I think we just kind of got a good group, man, that, that brings a lot of different things to the table. Um, and we're very versatile. So, I think – and very long. So, I think that's what gives us an advantage right now. But like you said, Sacramento's a great team. I think we uh, we lost them yesterday. But we didn't shoot the ball very well. They shot the ball extremely well. I'm not taking nothing from them because they beat us. But I think I think if we beat them again, hopefully we do. It'll be in a championship because we want our revenge. I told Mike Bibby that. <laughs> um, it'll be a different outcome. Who's a guy maybe in this tournament that maybe you weren't super familiar with going into it, um, but now you sort of – growing an appreciation for you realize like oh wow like th- this guy can play honestly nobody because i know everybody and i okay. you know well, as a that's not a bad thing right <laughs> no, as, a, as a as a basketball player and a basketball junkie you kind of and you watch the game you see everybody at some point you know playing especially in the big three a lot of these guys played in the big three and i was mm-hmm. tuned in to it so i got to see you know everybody's game so there's really been no super surprise i mean everybody can play out here Man, you talk about playing. You saw Chalmers drop 50 last Ooh. night. That was crazy. Ooh. I mean, <laughs> that was wild. Rio, man, he, that's funny you said that because throughout the day, earlier that day, he said, man, he was talking to uh, D Hawk. He's like, man, I'm going to go for 30. <laughs> D Hawk was like, okay, I'm going to go for 32. Man, Mario went for 50. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. I'm, I'm looking yeah. at some of his numbers here, man. It's like, what, like, like 15 of 29 from three, man. Led the team yeah. in assists. I'm like, man, just get get the, get the this man the ball and get out of his way. I mean, shit. Well, you know, I, mean, I, I don't want to assume anything, but I was kind of telling Anthony before, you know, 
Mario did follow our account a couple hours before he dropped 50. So <laughs> I don't know if there's a you know correlation there, but you know, maybe you connect the dots. I don't know. That could be it right there. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a good player, man. Obviously, he's a champion. He's a winner. Two-time NBA champion, NCAA champion, hitting big shots. So that's what he do, man. He gets to score that ball. He knows how to play the game. He's very crafty. He's just a proven winner on every level. Yeah, for sure. Well, we've had a, a lot of fun watching you, not only the TBT, but now the five tournament. And glad you got to be a part of it. Congrats again on winning the TBT and coming away with a win and, you know, being able to provide for the family with a new house. Uh, just make sure you don't spend all that money while you're in Vegas there for sure. Uh, <laughs> appreciate you hopping on for a little bit and talking to us. We enjoyed it, man, and, and wish you the best of luck. Hopefully we get to see you in the big three there in season four. Oh, absolutely, man. When that big three happened, man, you definitely see Mo Charla out there doing right. his thing for sure. Oh, I need you to be the first guy to win the TBT, the five tournament, and the big three. Facts. Hey, I'm, I'm being greedy, man. I want it all. <laughs> <laughs> I want it all, man. That's that's a big joke around here right now. Like, dang, Charlo, you already got, you know, 93K. <laughs> that, that's, let some of us win this and get this uh, bonus over here. I said, nah, players, I need it all. Hey, what you get hey, a piece? Drinks on you this weekend. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I told him that. I said, that's cool. I'll buy the drinks. But I need all the winnings, though. <laughs> right. <laughs> got to recoup for my money. Nah, I feel yeah, that. Yes, indeed, man. Well, appreciate your time, man, and best of luck moving, uh, you know, with the rest of the five tournament. Looking forward to seeing how you guys uh, cap it off and seeing seeing you uh, potentially walk away with another championship here in the summer. Man, that's the goal, man. I appreciate you guys having me on, man. I follow you guys. You guys are doing a hell of a job, man. So keep doing that, man, and keep that platform going and keep going strong. Much appreciate it. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you. Yes, yes indeed. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.